hello, 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 hello. Let's see if we're uh, live. I don't, I'm not going to be able to go very long today, probably about an hour. I'm going to take the kids and give my wife a much needed nap. And uh, we're going to burn some yard waste because we had a lot of uh, rain. So uh, it's a great time to have a burn so that everything doesn't catch fire. So today what we're going to talk about is uh, how the truth always comes out. And there's nothing you can do about it. And it's great. Let me make sure that I am live. I don't see the chat moving. It says it's updating. I don't know what that means. Give me one second. I'll check in with Coddington. Uh, am I live? Okay, Cod says I'm live. So let me do something here. Chat is moving. Okay, let me uh, restart my telegram. Uh, okay, so I want to just go over the Steven Crowder thing a little bit. Not to gloat. I try not to gloat. You know, well, some people think I might be this this real petty piece of shit. I'm really not. Uh, but I'm just going to show you how you can't hide what you are. And I've created a new rule. It's called Crowder's Razor. Um, if you dress in a dress to own the left, you're gay. One time. One time. It doesn't even require a pattern of behavior. <clears throat> Are we live on Twitter? Hello, Twitter. Let's, uh, Kyneton, let's read the super chats and then I will review uh, some of this fun stuff. And it, it appears another one of my Reddit trolls has passed away. So uh, we will analyze that as well. And uh, I'll talk to you guys. I was going to do a joke writing session today. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. And, uh, and because I'm writing a new hour for the hour special, I'm taping Labor Day weekend on our own land that we crowdfunded ourselves. I hope you can all come. It is uh, Labor Day weekend. You can get tickets at BertariaTimes.events. Or if you donated to help us buy the land, $400 donation, you get a ticket for the whole weekend for the family. We'll provide the tents and the uh, or the large tent and the bathrooms and games and tug of war and all that great stuff. We had it last year, and you can watch the documentary we shot about it at buildingbertari.com. It's the third documentary. So I, I think tomorrow I'm going to do a riff session with you. I have all these uh, joke premises, and I'd really like uh, some input because writing a new hour that I've never performed, and I haven't been on stage except for one time for some Republican thing, uh, in three and a half years. And so I'm going to go right on stage and we're going to record a new one called The Noble Savage. And we're going to put it at unauthorized.tv. The yay bit is funny. Why didn't yay laugh? Yeah, I'm going to tell stories about yay. That'll be funny. About how I, I, he either laughs really hard at my jokes or he's like, am I supposed to laugh at that? I'm like, yeah, yay. He's like, like he just goes really hot or really cold. Like, he'll be dying laughing, and I'm, like, telling him a joke, and then I'll say something. He's like, now, why would I laugh at that? I'm like, I don't know, yay. Are you sure you're not autistic? All right, even that Republican speech was hilarious. Hey, thank you very much for that. Yeah, I'm a quite talented public speaker. Oh, and I'm noticing a lot of people that came up to North Idaho for the COVID lockdowns are going back to California. And that's why me and my family picked an area like this because of the winners and the lack of population, the lack of comfort. It was all by design. We could have went to Florida, could have went to Austin, you know, could have went to these uh, these states, but I, I didn't want the parasites to stay. I, I wanted the parasites to leave after the, um, after the lockdown stuff. And I knew that the winters were gonna be too hard on people. And if you wanna be around people of your own kind, if you get my drift, you got to go cold and you got to go uh, harsh because a lot of people came here and they tried to be these off-grid people and uh, now they're going back to California because they missed the LGBT-friendly bars where they can get unlimited anal and they miss uh, year-round 85 degrees and sunny. And so next time there's the lockdowns, uh, I, I hope they just stay and eat the bugs and they don't go through the whole charade. Unfortunately, a lot of these people aren't even selling their properties. They're keeping them 
and which is going to keep the uh, land prices elevated here. And they'll just be living in California, eating their avocados, doing their sodomy. Um, you know, no winter. And uh, well, you're going to be a second class citizen to Mexico because Mexico. See, uh, race does matter when it comes to settlements. No offense, South South Africans. I'm rooting for you, Boers. I really am. Really good guys. But wherever you live has a way of kind of becoming, how do I put this? The, the American Southwest was always uh, for a certain type of person, and that person is not Caucasian. Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, California, these areas are not typically environmentally friendly to somebody with blue eyes and light skin because the sun beats down on you there's no harshness there's avocados and mangoes and pineapple everywhere so you don't have that uh type of person that has uh, high impulse control you understand i'm trying to say this without uh violating any terms of service on twitter but if you want to be around people that you relate to you're gonna need that seven month winter you're going to need an area without a Costco or a LGBT roller skating rink, okay, and embrace it. And so everybody freaked out during COVID. Oh, I need my freedom. I'm going to go to Idaho. I'm going to need my freedom. Okay, and now they're all heading back because, uh, you know, it is what it is. No wonder the uh, – yeah, I'm not going to get into that. All right, let me read the Super Chats. And so, yeah, like my wife is part – mestizo like american indian southwest with some spanish but she's also norwegian and english and so uh the brown part of her wants more sun but the other part of her that gets it she wants nowhere to be other than idaho she thinks is the best place to raise a family and i concur and so all the that's why i think it's called to flee an area because all the fleas are leaving and I think that's great. Okay, Sleep Deprived Bear. To the best comedian in the realm for always coming up with engaging. Oh, and I, I do want to give some uh, advice. If you're going to start homesteading and going all that stuff, just start small, like some chickens. That's why I always give that advice. Some chickens, some tomato plants. You know, be around your family, you know. Uh, because these stresses are really starting to, to get to people, it appears. Because I know a ton of people leaving now. And I'm like, guys, it's not, it's going to happen again. Do you think California is going to get better? Do you think Texas is going to get better? Do you think New York is going to get better? You know, these swings are just going to get more violent and more volatile. And it's like, I highly, highly, highly recommend you get to where uh, your people are and just really make a good life for yourself. Because yeah, I mean, what they what the what the snake does is it squeezes and then it releases to get a better grip, and then squeezes tighter and then releases to get a better grip, and then squeezes tighter, and so when it releases, people are like, oh, let's go back to that other thing, and then, boom, it's even tighter, and if you look at the demographics of Southern California and you look at the policies and the economics and the homelessness and the crime, and what people are willing to comply to it's only going to get worse now you can handle that i have one of my best friends stayed in california throughout all of covid legend handled it his businesses are crushing he doesn't care he can deal with it he never wore a mask um no problem but if you couldn't handle that and you had to leave why go back because the next one's going to be worse. It will not get better. Now, I agree with uh, uneducated economists that the dollar may get stronger. The dollar isn't just on a crash course, that the world is still using it. There's going to be a shortage of dollars as uh, people are paying off their debts. The dollar isn't just on a crash course to oblivion. That can go all over the place. It isn't just one line to that. Socially, we are on a descending course and the poverty is only going to increase the 
social aspects of it. The, the kids that are being raised in these public schools are not going to be uh, mentally, spiritually, or physically adapt or adept. They're going to need more migrants. It's going to become more Mexican. And uh, the police forces, I promise you, I'm very close to the police. They're only going to get less funded, less staffed, less capable of fighting crime. And you don't want to be in a high population area where people are not like you. They don't want what you want. You know, they're degenerated, you know, and that's that's my advice. Because I know at least 10 people and families that are like, yeah, we're going back. We're going back to Oregon. We're going back to Washington. We're going back to California. I'm like, we just did this whole thing for three years. You're just going to bail. <laughs> like, why? You know, today I've been, I spent all morning um, planting fruit trees. Like, why would you go the other way? You know, like, I just don't get why they would do that. But I, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's like animals, you know, it's like a, a herd will go this way and then grain will bring them and I don't know, whatever it is. It is what it is. Small banks are failing. Yeah. Small banks is in three of the biggest banks in America have failed in the last year. Where do you think that goes? You know, and they're all being absorbed by JP Morgan. And so as the interest rates keep going up, the small banks are going to keep collapsing and being absorbed into the larger banks. They're going to have an economic collapse that will bring about um, central bank digital currency that will be a programmed money. Watch out for the inverted Christ. So Christ, according to the Bible and according to our history, redeemed man, Christ the Redeemer. And they're right side up. He um, forgave your sins. Now, uh, I know that a lot of churchians are wild, hypocritical, annoying psychopaths. And of course, I'm not here to preach the Bible or Christianity because most churches are filled with some of the most loathsome people I've seen in a long time. Now, the story is very beautiful and very accurate to what I see. Sin means debt. Sin means weakness. Sin means to wipe the slate clean. So what does it mean when one man wipes the slate clean? Right? So the jubilee of your sin, of your debt. Forgive us our debts. I was raised uh, Catholic for a bit. Then we tried to be Lutheran. And then my mom just started uh, getting real into like earth-centered spirituality and like more, uh, you know, more like hippie stuff, but cool stuff, you know, like uh, Joseph Campbell and all that. And my dad just kind of focused on work. And so I, I know the whole gauntlet. And one thing I noticed is the Lord's Prayer is different in Protestantism than it is in Catholicism. And one thing I learned was that forgive us our trespasses used to be forgive us our debts. Student loan forgiveness. Okay, so the right side up forgiver, Christ the Redeemer, is, is, is forgiving your debts to be redeemed to be living men. Now, the inverted, you know, they call it the Antichrist. I know people use that term a lot, and they always accuse everyone of being the Antichrist and all that. But just watch out for somebody to forgive your debts, forgive your sin, to redeem your sin, to bring you into hell. You know, because that, that, I keep seeing this inversion. I was just talking to a scientist friend of mine because Richard Feynman has a, had a really great quote that I um, tweeted. And my scientist friend is like, I told you, I said that, I told you that quote a while ago. Because we used to do this uh, podcast called Surely You're Joking, which was a, a Richard Feynman quote who, start, who was a, a huge scientist at Caltech. And we used to do the physics podcast at Caltech. And the, uh, the quote was uh, science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. And uh, and so my buddy's like, yeah, man, that's why I'm telling you not to attack science. It's still great. I go, I, I, go, I like the scientific method. I'm a science trademark, Christianity trademark, the Jews trademark, comedy trademark, the skin suit. And if there wasn't value in science, they wouldn't pretend to be scientists and wear it as a skin suit. My father was a professor, full professor. Uh, went to uh, Northwestern, Oxford, full scholarships, keynote speaker here, all that stuff. And uh, keynote speaker there. <laughs> what? 
And one thing my dad used to always say that was accurate was uh, many a PhD is an ASS. And I learned, I was raised in academia and I saw that the expert class is a hive mind and they're not rewarded for thinking clearly or doing science or being smart. They're rewarded for compliance. And who are they complying to? Funding and grants. Now, who gives the grants? The Rockefeller Foundation. These foundations are where all their money comes from. The, the publishers, the, the people that will put them in print. Now, who are those people? They're people that want to kill you and enslave you. And I know that sounds harsh and it sounds conspiratorial, but it is not. They give each other awards for reducing the world's population. There's something that the UN will give out called the Population Award. Does anyone know what that is? The Population Award is given to the person that kills the most amount of people. Okay? And those are the people funding the universities. And the universities then fund the work. Now, do you think you're going to get funding if you're doing experiments on the fact that there is not global warming? The sea levels are not actually rising. We don't have to get rid of combustion engines. That the wage gap is because a lot of women are mothers. Do you think that anyone will get funding? Of course not. Funding is where it all comes from. And then that's why when people say, wow, we didn't go to the moon, someone would blow the whistle. How? All the media is controlled. All the funding is controlled. The carrots and the sticks would not allow anybody to blow the whistle. Who are they going to go to? They call what? CNN, Fox, the New York Times, the Washington Post, Joe Rogan. Who? Who exactly is going to break that story? They're all controlled. They'd hang up on you. And same with funding. It's like, okay, if all of their jobs and all of their awards require them to believe one thing, you you groom them like cattle and they would never go against the herd. It's very interesting stuff. Okay, Kyneton, will you give me the super chats and I'll show you uh, why not to hide who you are because it always comes out. Um, flat Earth cooling more like um, 100% control. Yeah, it's 100% control and that's fine. Just get If you have the ability to resist, whether it's a winter, being poor, uh, standing for the truth when everyone's calling you crazy, you will be good because all, all power comes from resistance. Don't just go where the herd goes all the time. That's what makes you different than an animal. Okay. How do they handle it in the Czech? Same. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I used to live in the Czech Republic. I know a lot of you guys know that, but a uh, little town called, well, it's not that small. It's the second biggest city in Czech Republic called Brno. I went to Masaryk University for a semester, and then I linked up with this Italian chick, and we went to Italy for a bit, and it was a good time, but... um. They have a really, Eastern Europe has a really uh, interesting history of science. Like uh, Mendel, who got really into DNA with his uh, bean plants and all that. All right, anyway, moving on. Hey, BB, I found you through Jort Wars and couldn't be more thankful for what you do. Goodbye, gay, indeed. Thank you, Mr. Music Bear. Thank you, Owen Allah Akbar. You as well, Tommy. God is great. Uh, Sleep Deprived Bear, to the best comedian in the realm, engaging in original content and his loyal and dependable sidekick partner. Yes, Scottington gets it. Uh, Rabbit Mother Bear, Boomer Voice, Big Bear, I was with you when you said we didn't go to the moon. I was with you when you said we weren't on a spinning ball. But when you said Subaruser for Wes, that's where I draw the line. How dare you mock my all-wheel drive utility station wagon. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean... Non-lezzies can drive a Subaru, but they're marketed and made for a certain group. It's like the Mazda Miata is made for men who are attracted to men. Now, I'm sure there's heterosexual men that drive a Mazda Miata, but it's not really for you, you know? It's like Cravassier or Hennessy. It's, I can drink that. It's just not marketed towards me. Bill said, can you explain what happened since the last time you were on San Tripoli's podcast? Thought y'all were good. Never liked that dude. Just curious. I missed it, I guess. Uh, who cares? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Uh, yeah, he did this whole sellout. He had me on and just tried to lecture me about how I'm not allowed to uh, make fun of a certain group of people. And then he was rewarded by going on Joe Rogan and he's pretending I'm crazy. And 
It's just, who cares? It doesn't matter. Okay, moving on. Um, but I, I would be fine with him. I don't care about Sam Tripoli. He's an, uh, he's an Armenian, and uh, he loves money, and he loves promo codes, and I think he lies quite a bit. But sometimes he makes me laugh, and I've known him for 16 years, and we've had some good times. Steven says, some funny money for the joke, man. These streams just keep getting better. You're doing great, kid. P.S. Only a certain word describing uh, rollerbladers. Spell Steven with a V. Indeed, Steven. Thank you very much for that. It was very generous. I'm sure Kyington appreciates it. No more money, Bear says, I'm usually a day or so behind on streams, but a tip for the hearty belly laughs you inspire. When you said Balderson was the guy who feeds the monster in the dungeon, I was cracking up. Oh, yeah, and he's starting Methtaria. Methtaria! It's where you do methamphetamines and your facial hair falls off. Thank you for the hilarity, but come on. There's absolutely no way NASA is lying to us. We went to the moon. Yeah. Randy said, uh, had a four-hour drive last night, caught up on streams, kept me laughing the entire way. Thank you and the bears. Here's a little tip. How's the Lazarus, the chicken, holding up? He survived. He came back from the dead, and he's doing great. We did have one just die randomly. I mean, we do have, like, almost 100, so that's going to happen. But I just buried her under a tree I just planted, uh, a pear tree. And then we had one goat die during birth, not like a baby goat. And so I put him underneath the tree as well today. I planted uh, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, seven fruit trees in the last three days because we're about to get all this rain. I don't know if you guys can see how green everything's getting. But um, we got all this rain, so I feel I seeded the field yesterday and uh, got a bunch of trees in the, in the ground quickly because, uh, especially Asian pears, because now we have this uh, farm stand in front of our house, and it does well. We sell out every time we fill it up. I mean, we can sell arugula, homemade soap, eggs, uh, milk, but that's by demand because we don't just leave milk out there. And now we're going to start selling... Um, we already have a bunch of fruit trees, but Asian pears at the store are like $2 each. So I dropped 150 bucks on a tree, which sounds crazy. My wife sometimes thinks I'm a little wacky. But if they, if they catch, and if we can actually get, you know, 50 pears a year from each tree, and we sell them for like a dollar a piece, I mean, that return on investment is pretty damn sweet. Okay. Uh, for it's like for years of that, you can just get these. And then we have a ton of plum trees, a bunch of apple trees, a bunch of, uh, various trees. And we have two, um, freeze dryers now. So what, I'll kind of have me, I'll, I'll finish what I'm saying after I read these or else I'll forget tip for the gravy man from polar bear. Thank you. Sean says, keep crushing longtime Western unauthorized.tv subscriber. Thank you, brother. Unauthorized is my income. And it's like the best place to get these streams and it's consistent and it allows me to budget and I don't have to like worry if I piss people off because it's super consistent. So if you want to, you know, be a subscriber and help me have a normal job, then that's great. Thank you. And we work really hard at it. We have our own servers, our own employees. Um, all right. Love the streams. Oh, and I'm, we're going to start working on the Owen Benjamin app uh, for music, for all kinds of stuff. But that's that's down the road. Love the streams and crush Bandicoot Bear has a heart of gold, a mind like a razor, and a ween like the wind. Indeed. Red Panda. Hey, BB, Missouri Bears are getting excited for the festival. Thanks for all the exciting, excellent content. I'm so excited, dude. I think about it every single day. Um, thank you, Owen Ala Akbar from Tommy. You as well. Hey, BB, I found you through the jaw. Oh, I read that. Okay. So let me just finish what I was saying. Uh... So with the freeze dryer, I have four sons. So they eat a lot of fr dried fruit and yogurt. So I have two milk cows and two calves that I milk every day. And then I have a bunch of goats I milk every day. So we make homemade yogurt. And then we freeze dry all these plums and strawberries and blueberries and raspberries and apples and pears and all this stuff. And then we can make these little snack packs that work all year. And so that's where I put all my money. I put stuff in things that can't be stolen. I have some silver. I have some gold. But not enough to, for anyone to care. It's not like I... That's not where I put my money. Um, 
I put my money in trees and plants and animals and shit because, like, if things really get desperate out there, um, I don't see a team of guys being like, let's steal this dude's pear fucking tree. You understand? And I think uh, people, especially all the people moving back to California, think about not being robbed because you're going to get robbed. Things are getting bad, bad. And people are like, not where I live. Oh, yeah, where you live. In Southern California, it's going to be like, you know how it, it is in the projects where you call the cops and they don't come for two hours? That's going to be Santa, Santa Monica, Santa Barbara, Monterey. You're not going to avoid it. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be gated communities that will be okay, like uh, certain parts of Malibu and stuff, but not really. I mean, I have friends in, in uh, California right now that are mega rich. And they have to spend between forty and eighty thousand dollars a year on private security, because uh, people follow them home. Like there's a lot of gangsters and stuff in LA that, if they see you driving an expensive car, they will follow you home, pistol whip you as soon as you get out of the car, and steal all your shit. I'm working in Jersey, and it's going to get dangerous. Jersey's not as bad because there isn't as much money there. It's just all scumbags like jackobats. So what are you going to steal? Is his like stuffed animals? His little giraffe? Uh, the place with the most violence are, is brackish water between wealth and uh, multicultural, diverse desperation. It, Oakland is very bad. Oakland in the house. Good afternoon, Owen the Bears. I, I'm proud of you, though, Iron Man Bear, for holding it down. You know, I think the people that are that are playing make-believe and they move to Idaho and then when things are fine, they move back to California. It's like... Just do it, Iron Man Bear. Just hold it down. Kung Fu Bear, Laurel Classics, my buddy Kevin. You know, if you can handle L.A., if you want to be the king of L.A., stick around and just keep buying all this shit. I'm not saying you have to leave. It just don't play games. You know, don't be like, oh, I homesteaded for a year and the winter made me sad. Well, okay. Wait till you get pistol whipped. If you left L.A. because it was making you sad because of all the degeneracy and the mass and okay, that's not going to get better. So right now the federal reserve stopped funding the COVID lockdown. So that's the only reason people aren't wearing masks. It's not because they figured it out. They're gone. You could tell them that they have to jump on one foot and punch themselves in the throat. And they would do that. They're gone. They're trained animals. And so now it's like, Oh, la di da. Everything's good again. No, it's not. Banks are failing faster now than they were three years ago, four years ago. It's all financial. So the next wave, there's going to be even more foreigners, more desperation, more drugs, more pills, more resentment, you know, and, and then you're going to, what are you going to do? Flee again? Do you know how much more it's, it's going to cost to go to some of these areas? Jacobaz from Jersey explains the irreverent comedic style. Yeah. And so that's just my advice for everybody. When society is functional, they steal the bikes. When society falls, they steal everything. Wh why wouldn't they? They hate you. You know, like a lot of, because a lot of these people are moving back to California because they want cheap labor too. They want cheap nannies, cheap labor, cheap all of it. The Mexicans. Okay. Those people have grown to really resent you. And so as soon as there isn't that threat of force or that threat of, uh, societal repercussion, they're just going to take all your shit. Um, and that's, if you don't have a lot of shit, that's fine. Like I was in LA during the 2007, 2008 financial collapse. And I didn't even notice because I didn't have anything. I was doing fairly well. I was becoming a headlining comedian. I'd been on the show punked. I had done a comedy central special. I had done Fallon. You know, Adam Sandler put me in a movie. I was like a guy. I was like a known entity. I was selling scripts and all that, but I lived in a one-bedroom condo. I drove a Toyota Camry. I didn't have anything. So I didn't even notice. My rent didn't change. I didn't care. I, I never cared. And that apparently was a giant collapse where a lot of people lost everything. I didn't own anything. I didn't own land. I didn't own a condo. I didn't have a family. I really just liked doing shows, crushing, meeting chicks, drinking booze, uh, working out, and that's it. <laughs> uh, and now, if I was there, it would have been an absolute nightmare because I have children, I have a family, I have land. 
And this next one is going to be way, 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 way worse than 08, I think. I can pull out of the Twitter station if we want to watch this. We will in a minute, Cod. I want to get to the Crowder thing. I want to let uh, Twitter watch because I'm, I'm enjoying Twitter. My return to Twitter has been very glorious. I've gotten, um, I think I've gotten 10,000 more followers in the last week. It's, uh, I know that there's a lot of people being like, Uther, how dare you? Don't procreate. You're the dumbest man I've ever seen. But in reality, if you look at the numbers, it's, uh, you know, I just had a video of me just talking, get over a million views. Nice cameras. Yeah. Pull out of the badge that is Twitter. Uh, no, Jackobat. We're about to talk about Steven Crowder. So this is uh, why don't hide what you are. Okay. Hide your sin from children. I like the Muslim aspect of that. I do enjoy that. But if you are a total piece of shit, don't pretend you're not because it will come out. What did Coddington just say? 5-3 uh, versus 5-5. Five, five. Oh, yeah, I've gained 20,000 subscribers in two months. Yeah. Wow. All right. 20,000 in the Oh, 20,000 in the past three days? Whoa, I was reading it like Europeans read the date. Okay, so here is Steven Crowder pretending to be this Judeo-Christian model of society. And he said, I'm a guy, and I'll never badmouth my wife. May 11th, 2015. Okay, here's a great meme. POV if you're Steven Crowder and he's drinking beer while his uh, wife mows the lawn. Badmouth his wife. He's he's crazy. Okay, here is uh, what he posted today. So this is him and Brian Callen. And Steven Crowder is in a mask and shirtless in a... Le- I, I literally am not going to play the video because it's so unbelievably gay. It's like, I, it's debatably porn. So Steven Crowder is dressed as a leather daddy with his shirt off. Brian Callen is a naughty cow, and he's spanking him in the butt with a leather whip. Okay? He's a freak. Steven, just get actual cows. So he's no, not only is he no different than the liberals he mocks, he's worse I have known a lot of liberals in Los Angeles, and I have never known anybody that's like, want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dress as a leather daddy and spank a man with children dressed as a cow. Okay, so I called that years ago. People called me crazy, envious. You're not a Christian, Big Bear. No problem. You're not a Republican. Hey, no, I'm definitely not a Republican. No problem. Take any label you want from me at all. You, you, sir, you're just, you went crazy. You said, no, I told you exactly what he was years before anybody else was. I gave up money. I gave up status. I allowed thousands of people to talk shit to me. And I did it because I'm an honest guy. And I'll tell you something. If you're not authentic, it will bite you in your ass every single time. Because it'll come out. I know, I know that I can be overly conflict comfortable. I have weaknesses. I'm not just the man. I am the man in a sense because I'm authentic. I'm very talented and I'm full of love. <laughs> like seriously, like I, I ru- I'm like not full of shit. I work hard. I want the best for people, blah, blah. I have weaknesses that I project on people. I can be really quick to fight. I can be really quick to argue, and I can assume other people are like that and project on them. I was talking about that last night on an Instagram stream, where sometimes somebody will say something in the comments, and I hear a tone that's argumentative, even though they're not. And so I'll project. Like, everyone's capable of projecting something bad. And so I'll I'll be like, whoa, man, you want to fight? Like, I I can be the guy that just wants to, like, fight. And that's not good, you know? But I'm not the closet gay guy. I'm not the closet liar. I don't want to start a cult. (laughs) You know, like that Jim Bob clown. 
is always projecting what he wants. Because uh, one of my agents of big, one of my big boys, Toronto, Toronto Redacted Bear, the Bertarian Intelligence Group, talked to Made by Jim Bob's ex-wife, who said that Jim Bob always wanted to be a cult leader. I never wanted to be a cult leader. That's why Jim Bob's always saying I'm a cult leader, because he wants to be a cult leader. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's so fucking obvious. And then people are like, yeah, but you're the real gay one to say Crowder's gay. No, I'm just really clear-eyed. I can just look at something and be like, hey, guys, you know the guy in the leather daddy outfit spanking a 50-year-old father in a, in a cow outfit? How is this owning the left? Man, the Grabbers are struggling. Callan's dad is part of the Council on Foreign Relations, and his son is in a cow suit getting whipped by home. Um, yeah, those, those people that every, all the truthers think have all this power, they don't have the power. They want to know who has the power? Anybody capable of resistance. And that doesn't mean violence or fighting the government or anything like that. Resisting the urge to leave because there's a winter. Resisting the urge to, uh, cheat on your significant other because you're lonely. Resisting the urge to... You know, all these urges, resisting the urge to just reach for a bottle of pills because you're sleepy or tired or sad. That resistance is where the power is. The richest people in the world, if they're not capable of resisting something, they're just, they're nothing. They just become this, this conduit. They become like copper where electric can go through it, but they don't hold any of it. Right? Do you see it? It's amazing. Like, I had the ability of not censoring the words that everyone told me to censor. You know, getting kicked off platforms, being called racist. But I'm like, I will not submit. And because of that, I've gained tremendous power. You know? It's really cool. Rim Job got his crazy Australian to tag everyone. He's doing a stream about Owen. He can't let go and find his own content. No, he's in a full descent. Yeah, someone wrote to me that, that he just did a stream making fun of my four-year-old son saying that he's retarded because he can't speak properly. Um, yeah, all he has is that. And he's presenting himself as this, like, uh, Christian, this, like, really by-the-book Christian Orthodox guy. And he's, like, making fun of a dude's four-year-old son, calling him retarded. Uh, I'm not offended. I don't care at all. <laughs> Charlie is uh, great. He's like a musically great. He's a sweet kid. He's smart. And it's like, I don't care. It, they just want a response because they don't have anything to offer. You know, like a, a Jim Bob can, can sit there and, and pretend that he has like something to say, but he doesn't. Having all that free time, when he quit his job making satanic jewelry for the Viet Cong, and that's really what he used to do for a living. I'm not kidding. Uh, he got all this time on his hands. Kyneton, should we pull out of the station? I might start getting, uh, I might start getting, uh, yeah, let's pull out of Twitter. Twitter, come over to Rumble, Odyssey, Unauthorized, and we'll, uh, we'll just keep things going. And if you want a super chat, entropystream.live slash app slash on Benjamin Comedy. You made fun of a four-year-old, how is that Christian? It's, well, no one even knows what Christian means. <laughs> it's like, how dare you? I don't care. I, I can handle it, guys. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, the minute I put my kids on the internet, I knew that people could make fun of them or people could make fun of my wife or all that. I accept that. Um, because people were trying to use them against me. And I was already semi-famous in LA when I first got married and had a son. And so I was already in the public eye. So um, I knew there was really no going back. So I I kind of just show my family as a way to inspire people to have families and I don't put them in sketches. I don't expose them. I don't, uh, you know, I never put them in a negative light. I don't intentionally, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like my kids would never be actors or anything. My wife, I'll show her doing wifey things or motherly things to inspire women. But uh, I know that little gremlins like Jim Bob can can do that. Like my son does have a speech impediment, and I doesn't bother me at all. I saw little pieces of pizza made by Silver on Jim Bullion last night. Creepy. Yeah, dude, he's very very creepy. He uh he has a real disdain for uh, innocent children. 
And uh, I feel very, I will say this. You know, one thing that is very Christian is to turn the other cheek and to love your enemies. And as much as the Jort Wars were pretty wild, I know that Jim Bob's income has gone down. His listenership has gone down. And he does have a wife and kids. And I do feel for them. Okay? Like, I'm not just this cold piece of shit. Like, I, I have checked in on his family to see if they're doing okay. And his wife had to get a job. And one of my guys actually videotaped his wife's new job. And I feel for Jim Bob, man. This would be a humiliating thing. This is uh, Jim Bob's wife. I asked you a question. You say me true, okay? Of course. Other night, Ombo, what kind of fuck you give me? What? What kind of fuck you give me? What kind? I, I don't... American people ain't kind of fuck. Love fuck, hate fuck, sex only fuck, break up fuck, make up fuck, drunk fuck, buddy fuck, pity fuck. Okay, I, I have no idea where you heard that. Third host family. Okay, uh, that, that is just wrong. Okay, there's a whole spectrum of, of emotions and, and motivations. And don't say fuck, it's, it's vulgar. Say something else, like, you know, make love or, I don't know. So, what's love fuck? So I don't take pleasure to see Jim Bob's wife descending to a prostitute. Um, you know, I wanted them to be a normal family, but she did. And she pretty much just uh, offers herself because her husband failed at life. You know, he, uh, he started a bunch of fights that he couldn't finish. And now she is propositioning Matt Damon on a boat. Hysterical. Thank you very much. Okay, moving on. Oh, yeah, I th I'm pretty sure another one of my Reddit trolls has died. Daily Mail reported, uh, reported that a pantless driver dies after being ejected through his sunroof while masturbating to porn on a cell phone when the car crashed and rolled over. So I'm pretty sure that um, Davy Krako has been joined by yet another. Oh, how dare you? How dare Dude, <laughs> welcome to the Internet. Welcome to, welcome to Savage Memes. Like, I don't, I don't wish these people to be in hell, but I'm not, you know, I give you, I'll give you an Irish goodbye. I'll give you an Irish uh, wake if you die, you know, I'll mock you, make fun of you, talk shit. That's kind of what I do, man. It's kind of culturally, and I'd expect the same thing from me. I heard she became a vet assistant. Oh, um, there's no way Jim Bob's wife had, didn't have to get a job. Because his career is gone. But I don't know. I think they might come from weird, like, slave money from Singapore. I don't know. Jim Bob, and he wants to pretend like I just made that up. He told me his wife has slaves. His wife's family has slaves in Singapore in a live stream. We have the live stream, Jim Bob. We keep them all at unauthorized. You know? So he's like, oh, it was just rhetoric. Really? Was it just rhetoric when you said my four-year-old's retarded? Like, what, what's that rhetoric, you know? And I'm not offended, you know? Um, you know, your wife is basically a prostitute at this point. Okay, Rimjob singing the praises of Reddit today. Well, he's the new Davy Croco. He's going to step up as Alpha Gamma, and he's going to be the victim. And he's going to go, oh, I'm just trying to save the world from Owen. Well, good luck with that. The way these things typically pan out, is the more you lie and obsess and you indulge in your envious fantasies and the more you try and distort reality and say that you're the Christian who mocks a four-year-old, right? At least I know what I am. You know, the more you separate your real identity from your imagined identity, the more you're going to take pills. And the more you take pills, the weaker your body's going to get and the more broken you're going to get until, you know... You head on out of here. Yeah, let's see what's going on here. Um, your kids are boss legends. Yeah, of course. You know, they all they they also like people are like they, they like make fun of my wife. They make fun of everything. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not true though. Like you guys are jealous. You guys are envious. <laughs> like, 
Jim Bob's wife is like broken. Okay, moving on. She went to a porno convention with her mom and took pictures with their favorite porno star and then put it on the internet while she was pregnant. And then she took her baby to an abortion rally holding a sign that said nasty baby or whatever. Yeah, I win. I win at life. Okay, moving on. Um, Yeah, so Kyneton, super chats, please. And the more, the bigger my numbers get, because my numbers are starting to really escalate again, you're going to see more and more random attacks from these type of people because, you know, they always come at the silverback. Oh, silverback, you're nothing. Then why why do you do streams about me, Jim Bob? Why do you do entire streams about me? Haven't you moved on? Oh, well, you're taking to beat me. Yeah, because you're literally, I'm just responding in a funny way and everyone loves it. Uh, okay, moving on. I think they should be put in a shipping container and set home. You know? Um, so they lied when they said it was a furniture booth at an expo? Uh, yeah. They lie all the time. Jim Bob said that I put him in an NDA. Jim Bob recorded a private conversation with me, put it on the internet, and said I was blackmailing him. They live in a delusion bubble, guys. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the reality around Twitter gammas, or I mean Reddit gammas. They think this is a green screen. They think my wife left me. They think that I like that I'm a criminal. Like they just think up stuff and then they believe it. And then they all think they're Christian. They're like, oh, we're with God. Well, that's not the same, you know, God I look at. You're definitely with a God. <laughs> I'll give you that, Jim Bob. You're definitely with a God. I won't question that. But uh, hopefully uh, your wife's paying taxes on what she's been making off Matt Damon. Enoch 87 Bear. Uh, my first car was a Ford Probe paying the gateway. Oh, you got Probe by Ford. Nice. Live free or die. Thank you, Rockfin. Uh, Rife Technology. Kidding about Bowler. Oh, paying Bowler's gay away in payments. I'd pay in full, but we all know he's half fag genetically. Rife. Wait a minute. Is Matt Rife the comedian that I was kind of making fun of yesterday because I didn't know who he was? Is he the one who made that Ben Shapiro uh, Fuck, man. I can't keep everyone straight. So just for the record... If he's the one who made that Ben Shapiro uh, KKK sketch, he's hilarious. And that's who he was? If, is, if that's the Matt Reif that people were talking about as a stand-up yesterday, I fully endorse his comedic prowess. I didn't recognize the name, and I just don't like new... Com- when, whenever people bring up comics, I assume they're sellout cucks because they all pretty much fucking are. Kidding about Bowler, I'm Matthew Reif, not the comedian. Oh, different comedian. Yeah, this guy's funny. The other guy, I, 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 I don't know. I think they're all. I think they all suck pretty much, unless, unless you showed that you had balls. I think people are just trying to make uh, money and, you know, clicks off the newest fad, which is making fun of trans stuff, because now it's approved for whatever reason, and that's not brave. That's not ballsy. You're now just cashing in. So anyway, the, I'm Matthew Reif, not the comedian. I'm the one related to Dr. Royal Raymond Reif, legend from the 1920s, Rooster and the Hen on YouTube, made the Shapiro KKK rally video. Yeah, you're the man. You're the man, Matthew Reif. Not the other one. That guy, I think, is probably just capitalizing on whatever. He might be a funny comedian, but I'm just not impressed. Royal Reif was a legend, uh, Crow just did an entire episode just on Royal Rife. And if you descend from him, that's fucking incredible. Your Shapiro video is great. And I'm a fan. Uh, that's, that, that's very interesting. Okay. Johnny says paying some gay away. Thank you, Johnny. Kyneton, find the KKK video, please. That Rife made. Ben said, hey, Owen, I found you on TikTok a while back with the population control video of the goats. Love it when someone is willing to get their teeth kicked in for telling the truth. Keep it up. 
Yeah, the good news is they can't reach my teeth. He's he's funny, BB, great crowd work. Who, the comedian Matthew Reif? I'll look into it. I'll look into it, Titty Bear. You have been a little off lately, though, Titty Bear. You were like, B- Balderson brings up some great points. He did not bring up any great points. So I'm not really, you know, Titty Bear, you're a little bit, I don't know if you're drunk, but I'll, uh, I'll check out his crowd work. Sounds pretty gay to me. What's the current mainstream off-limit comedic subject? I don't know. Nothing really. They, they've released the tension a bit, so now you can pretty much do whatever. But anybody that didn't go along with the horror, Balderson is my nigga ride or die, says Tabor. I respect that. You guys probably do methamphetamines together and, and uh, get patchy beards. That's fine. You know, I'm not going to... I don't purity spiral. I still love you, Titty Bear. You and your uh, your little wife there, Kalista. Very nice people. Nate Brigazzi is funny. Yes. Okay. This is the exception. If the comedian was not trying to be edgy during it, then they can still be funny in my book. Like, Nate Brigazzi was never, was never edgy. Same with Brian Regan. So, Brian Regan, Nate Brigazzi, a few others... They never were the edgy guy, so they didn't. Why would they become that during the hell? But if you're trying to present yourself right now as this like ballsy, going after the trans stuff guy, you're. I think I think you're worse than than them. I think you're a you're a piece of shit because you knew better. Now, if you're like uh, if you're like uh, like the like the clean comics. They're fine because they never would have said it. I was always a little edgy. I mean, I was I wasn't like an edge lord like this like a Jezelnik type that was always trying to shock people with like talking about killing babies and shit. Are you retarded? I'm a barrel in. I know Titty Bear. I'm just busting some balls. No, but here's the thing, guys. And I, I shouldn't have to say this, but you can be a Balderson fan and still be a bear. People always pretend like like they they can't like someone I don't like, and then they project on me that I'm a cult leader. Balderson, to the best of my knowledge, has not went to Reddit and has not tried to kill me. Those are the only two things that there's no going back from. But you can like, dude, you can like listening to Jim Bob. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I really don't. It's just don't bring it here and don't push bullshit here. I'm really not. I will make fun of you, though, for being dumb. Um, Matt Reif can be funny sometimes, but he's definitely a player in their game. Yeah. And I have way more respect for Nate Brigazzi and uh, and uh, Brian Regan. And I'll, I'll come up with some more. Kyle Dunnigan and uh, Zach Galifianakis. Um it, let me see. Just be cool. Yeah, just be cool. Yeah, but you can't, like, tell Rogan and be a bear. No, I don't care. You can like Joe Rogan and be a bear. My, Matt Reif comedy tickets are $500. Whoa. Gee, how have you guys not donated to the land? You get to see me perform, and you get to be a part of something beautiful and amazing, and you get to be a member of something where we could have benefits in the future that are awesome. Uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com Donate Don't be gay Matt Reif comedy tickets are $500 Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god That's hilarious And everybody's like Oh my god Did you hear him go at the trans? It's already being taught to your kids It's too late It's too late It's already game over Like 2015 was when you should have done it all right, BB, I don't want you to give away your jokes tomorrow, LOL. Jack O'Bat, you don't tell me what I do, what I don't do. <sighs> My jorts are more like sheens. Nice. Titty Bear, you know I love you. I was just I was just busting your balls. The irony is, when I was first busting Woodshop's balls, I wasn't like saying you could never hang out. It's just like if you're gonna act like a bitch. During the Jort Wars, I'm going to bust your balls. And then he just went nuts. It's one reason why I bust balls. It's a way I can gauge if you're, like, sick. <laughs> okay. Dear Big Bear, Balance Bear here. Writing for the first time since 
vacating the land of yoga pants and rollerblades, a.k.a. Santa Monica, or maybe more accurately, northern Mexico. Yeah, you get it. Santa, uh, the belly of the beast. Two weeks prior, I made the trek east out to the promised land of Bertaria, the Ozarks, to build a new home. I've known for quite some time that I wasn't long for California, but alas, I wanted to be patient and wait until I found something worth running to rather than just running away. Oh, this is gorgeous. Kyneton, don't worry about it. After I read these letters, give me the super chats and I got to go. Well, I think I finally found that place, a place where I can leave my bike unlocked, although I think Bowler's non-bike stealing half might be eyeing my Miata-adjacent car. Since the inaugural Bertarian Fest, I've been in Missouri three times, which according to the ortho bros means I've been there once. <laughs> That's hilarious. Planting seeds which are now ready to be tended to, many exciting new adventures lay on the horizon. I'm joining the already established and growing high trust community here with the intent of using my skills and attitude to help build the Bertarian dream in any way I can. I'm shifting my photography business to the wedding sphere. That's right, no more LA whores. I know I used to make fun of him for that, that he was, because he used to always take pictures of, uh, you know, Instagram models. I used to call, I was like, you and your whores. And to complete the adventure, um, Trinity, oh Jesus, there's even a local girl here who I've been courting since we met at last year's festival. And speaking of the festival, if America's visitation policy, which is currently gayer than Justin Trudeau, or they just say F it and come anyway, I'll have the honor of documenting the Wobbly and Hometown Wedding at Ursa Ozarks this year, which will be epic, even though they are foreigners. But foreigners are not, no, racially they're not foreigners. Yeah, you, get what, you see what I'm saying? Um, which can be foreigners. They are part of the community, which, as I reflect on the last several years, has impacted my life in countless positive ways. And so great, uh, grateful. Gratitude is in order to the Big Bear for holding down the fort. My loyalty to the community will be remain unwavering as long as my sacred cow named Balance is never slaughtered, of course. Balancing is gay. I like people that are more tippy and wobbly. How funny is it that Balance Bear is going to be photographing Wobbly Bear's wedding <laughs> with Hometown Bear, the foreigner? Isn't that great? God, that's funny. Onward to the castles and airships. Cheers, Balance Bear, and support in clothes to pay the gateway. Indeed, just in time. Wobbly is an albino. She's 100% black. I don't think so, Bowler Bear. Nice try. Nice try recruiting. Hey, Owen, I sent a few letters around the time of the move. I only heard one, so I think the others were lost. No, no, no. Don't ever blame the post office. All right. Anyway, the one letter got a couple good laughs from the Big Bear, so I'm honored, but you missed the verification. All good. I've changed it anyway. Might be verified as Friendly Omega Bear. I love it already. I love Friendly Omegas. Welcome, Friendly Omega. I haven't heard that one, was on the app as 430 bear, but never posted. I'm not naturally a joiner or a sharer, so this is all hard for me. I get it. I love Friendly Omegas. More coming soon. Thanks for your work. Second page is a personal song for you. It's uh, Three Little Bears. I wrote this personalized version of your favorite Bob Marley song. It's kind of my idea of your day based on what you talk about. It was a while ago when you only had three little bears. You had been ranting hilariously about being awake before sunrise. So the first couple lines don't quite bring the song to mind, but the beats are there. I'm sure you'll catch on. You're a pro. Return for breakfast. Toil through the rock. I'll play this on the piano next time I do piano. I'm excited. Thank you. Big B, DB here. Uh, DB Bear ran into a fellow uh, yesterday in the hardware store who listens to you a lot and heard... You read his letter that I sent in January. Wow, that's pretty cool. I have great respect for you for various reasons, seeing the things you have built on your homestead and the great care and thought you both have put into your projects is inspiring. Only one example is your greenhouse, very cool and organized. We have tilled our garden and I had asked my wife Lorna if she had gotten her garlic plants last fall and she said, no, I didn't have time. And then the next day she found a whole bunch of garlic coming up from last year. It got missed in harvesting. That was cool. So now she is in the process of replanting all three buckets worth 
Today, we've seen 77 Fahrenheit and it feels hot. I've started murdering weeds, but I have to be careful as I had carpal tunnel surgery on my left arm last week and am penciled in for the right arm on the 10th. We cannot believe how many people around us are either in poor health, sick or dying, or have already passed. It is sobering to say the least. We went to a funeral of a friend of ours last year, and on the way home, we started counting all the people who have passed in the last 40 plus years, and the list is long. And every time I turn around, I think of someone we missed. Haven't been doing too much flying lately. We have been really busy. Building a new house, taking care of farm chores, and recovering from medical procedures, I've decided that whoever came up with the ditty, the golden years, deserves lead poisoning. I have a love affair with 45 to 70 rifle, or 45-70 rifle and shoot a Ruger. I also cast my own bullets and paper patch. Labor of love, and now I would like to acquire a Sharps rifle like the Quigley Sharps. They do a shooting match over in Montana on Father's Day weekend, and I would love to attend and be able to participate. By the way, my AKA is DB Cooper, so I have dubbed myself DB Bear. Hope that is okay. Now it's great. And I love that you and Amy have had as many children as you have. Good work, and you will have more. We need more Caucasian babies. So all that said, life is moving along. No sense complaining. Take care. Yours in faith and liberty, D.B. Bear. Thank you very much. That was an awesome letter. Final letter. So Kyneton, assemble the Super Chats. Dear Owen and family, hello, Owen and Bears. Oakland in the house. It has been too long since I've written and wanted to drop you a note and a tip for all the great comedy and insights that keep me enthusiastically supporting you and the community. Wanted to shout out all the bear fr Bears friends I have made over the years, and I am so grateful for the community and look forward to meeting many of you at the festival if it works with my schedule. The Bertari Times app continues to be a place to turn to for the good, the true, and the beautiful. I am 100% in favor of the standards and censors for the app. Never give an inch. In fact, I have asked to have posts taken down. The community needs to uphold the standard of if you can't show it to a five-year-old, it doesn't belong. Exactly. An update about me, I would like to represent Bertari in my first triathlon race. My namesake since 2019 as half Ironman, May 20th, 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike, 13.1 mile run. My training is going well as I've enjoyed your streams on many a bike and run these past few months. In any endurance race, my goal is to ride the fine line between effort and catastrophe. Ignore the negative whispers that enter the mind and, of course, dominate. I'll post a race report on the app if anyone is interested. We're, we're honored. In parting to all bears, may your gardens flourish and your lives be blessed. It is a great day to crush Iron Man Bear. It's an honor to have you, Iron Man Bear, and I deeply, deeply appreciate your contribution to the, uh, to the land in the Ozarks. Um, you guys really came through on that. Uh, and if anybody wants to get tickets... The tickets are just 80 bucks, uh, BertariTimes.events. But if you want to donate to help us buy more of the land, uh, it is uh, BertariCampgrounds.com. And then, of course, Unauthorized.tv. Kyneton, final Super Chats, and I have to go relieve my wife of duties so she can have a little rest. I'm 45 minutes behind, so I'll see myself out for a bit, says Taylor Bear. Taylor Bear, I'm going to need that soup, but we'll do the – I'm dropping a decent amount of weight right now. I don't know if anyone can notice. Um, and so I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, wait a little bit before we do the measurements. Cause I'm very optimistic. I can drop another 20 and then we'll do the fancy pants. All right. West DeWitt says just throwing some bread in the piano man's jar, supporting what I like the same way people in the street throw bills in my guitar case because I'm good at what I do and they appreciate it. Exactly. Jortonians don't seem to understand that. In other news, Nick and North are super gay, and congratulations to my brother, Jonah Bear, indeed. Yeah. Now the Jortonians are like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus says I must mock a four-year-old. Well, you mocked Davy Crago. No, I get it. You can mock whoever you want. You just look ridiculous. Your wife is literally a, you know what she does for a living now, that you can't bring home the bacon because no one wants your stupid cartoons. Because you no longer have a sense of humor, Rim Job, and everyone knows you're a dirty, fucking disgusting degenerate who draws pictures of little girls bound up and gagged and tweeted them on Twitter. Okay? You can't unsee the stuff that you've made. And so, if you want to keep freaking out about me, go ahead. I'm not going anywhere. 
Super Delta Bear, recent streams are awesome. Happy Friday, everyone. Indeed. Conundrum Bear, here's to the chinky pears. Indeed. Mr. Music Bear, Jim Bob popped up on my feed today. Go figure. Yeah, YouTube uh, promotes him because he pushes alcohol, degeneracy, uh, despair, and he hates me. And that's a big win for... Uh, I'm landing the plane right now of last one. Rife, I'll be on Crow around July. Rose and I are still working that out. I've been in contact with them for a little over a year now. They're both great, and Jason is a legend too. By the way, I purposely troll on your tweets with nonsense sometimes to see people spiral. Me too, not sorry. Well, you're lucky I didn't ban you. I ban everybody on Twitter. And people are like, oh, you couldn't handle it? I'm like, dude, I'd ban, I ban Coddington right now. I like to keep my responses very clean and helpful. If someone's like, oh, you, sir, I'm like, and you're out of here. Even if someone's like, I may not want to follow you anymore, I'm like, and you can't, and you're banned. Everyone's like, oh, how dare you? God, are we caught up? Okay, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 8382. I love banning people. I, I love showing people that their little entitlement is there is not long for this world. I bet in five years nothing's free and they're gonna be like hey really <laughs> under the arrow bear thank you thank you it's like it's a it's an honor to be able to be read by me and you might call that arrogance but it's not it's just a fact if you want my audience to read what you write don't be crazy and don't be uh like dumb and if you can handle that i won't ban you but if you can't handle that you're out of here because i like to keep my garden weeded and high quality. Swiss Axe Bear, ABB jumping rope is what helped push the weight loss or running. I've been running between four and six miles every morning and jumping weight in the sun to get uh, sun rays because I think it's really good for your health. And I swing the kettlebell and I do uh, and I do like lunges when I push the uh, my kid in a uh, stroller. All right, guys, be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and boy guy. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll do a stream tomorrow. I'll post what time. I don't really know yet, but we'll do something fun tomorrow. All right, much love.